0: Welcome to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler, and with me is Court Winsett.
1: Top of the morning to you, Katie.
0: Top of the morning to you. That's next week. Mm. And with me is Cameron Spin.
2: Bottom of the morning to you, Katie.
0: (laughs) Y'all, St. Patrick's Day is next week. That's next week's episode. Tip
1: of the hat to you.
0: (laughs) And there's that opening bell, please. Okay, so this week's episode, we're going to talk about sharpening your saw. Mm. And Cameron and I had talked about this, but Court's kind of like, what?
1: I walked into it. I I don't know what's going on. It is worth me pointing out, and it, it's worth it to me to point out, it may not be worth it to anybody else, <laughs> that I've often really wondered how exactly one sharpens a saw, because it's got all those teeth, and you know, so how, how, do, you, how do you sharpen that? Patience. Time.
2: I would imagine a sand belt, hmm, maybe. A tooth at a time? <laughs> so Katie, our listeners are probably like, why are we talking about tools?
0: Yeah. okay. Tool
2: time. Welcome to tool time. <laughs>
0: oh, don't y'all love that show? That was such a great show. Now, so the reason I got to this episode is um, Court and I actually were out of the office and had to do some continuing education training, and it was long, gruesome days, but at the end of it, we felt like it was worth it because- Long,
1: gruesome very days. Very long,
0: like- 11, 12, 13-hour days just with very minimal breaks.
1: Mm, I, I counted. 50
2: minutes total. That, what, what made them gruesome? <laughs> the, murders. the murders. the All of the, the murders. murders.
0: I mean, it was just the whole expression of drinking from a fire hose. Because if you've ever seen when they, like, you know, those fire hoses, it's just so much pressure coming at you. So we were sitting there and had a lot of information coming to us. And we're both just like... But I think both of us walked away with a lot of really good knowledge that we're able to bring back to our clients that are going to better help us in our future careers. And so it was worth it. But part of the conversation, the teacher that was talking to us was saying how, you know, you you sacrifice a lot um, and you feel like, well, okay, you know, I'm, I'm missing out on time at work or I'm missing out on time with family to be here. And so it's weighing the time out of the office versus what you're getting out of something. And so it's kind of in a roundabout way led us to the expression sharpening your saw, which I don't really know that a ton of people use it anymore, but it is one that you may hear. And it's more about just trying to make sure that you're looking at the whole thing. You're constantly taking care of the most precious asset, which is you whether that is with your family, with your career, anything at all like that. And so we're going to really dive into that in this episode and talk about how that's got a financial impact to you. But of course, before we get to that, we got to have a fun list. And so I'm excited about this list. This is 15 movie meltdowns.
1: Movie meltdowns. And
0: so I feel like these are people that are definitely at their wits end. They are pretty much just having like... A freak out because they put way too much pressure on themselves and they've just lost it so let's let's start it off court
1: go with number one yo i get to go first yes okay uh i assume because she she spins the movie melting down really to to a certain degree but i assume that you're specifically talking about her meltdown at the uh at the engagement party i think it's an engagement party kristen wig and bridesmaids yes um, <laughs> or her meltdown on the plane. She, has or her yeah, she does have multiple meltdowns. When she meltdowns. smashes
0: the cookie, like the yeah. big old cookie heart.
1: So that's that's the that's the engagement party, yes. isn't it? Okay, yeah. yeah. So, uh, or is it a brattle shower? I can't remember. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. She, the, 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 there are puppies given away. She smashes a cookie. She goes off on that other lady. It's a fun scene.
2: I, I enjoyed watching it.
0: Yeah. So she definitely had a lot of pressure. You want to take number two? Okay.
2: Even though I've never <laughs> seen it. Joan Crawford you, and Mommy Dearest. You've never seen No, no I, Wire hangers? No, I, I hear all hangers. about it. I know no that. wire hangers. I hear I hear the expression, <laughs> I just haven't seen it. <laughs> So, Joan Crawford has the ultimate meltdown.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That that haunts a lot of people. Okay. Number three is Emily in The Devil Wears Prada. And this is when she's put so much pressure on her. She thought she was going to be the one going on the big trip. And you just picture her. Like, you see her and she's in the hospital bed. And she's got her foot in a cast. And she's eating all the carbs Mm -hmm. that she wasn't allowed to eat before.
1: Yes. Yeah. Because they, they... It is not. What what do, what do they call the magazine in the in the Devil Wears Prada? It's it's not. It's it's basically Vogue, but that's not what they call yeah, it. it. It's, they they it's... call it something else. in they so like basically anybody who works at this magazine has to be model thin. And so even though she's a, an assistant and mm-hmm. is, does not appear in the pages of Pose or she whatever, gets mad it at is, Anne Hathaway.
0: She... You eat carbs, <laughs> okay?
2: Gird your loins. I say that all the time. It's a funny movie. <laughs> it is. Okay, number four. Okay, Regina George in
1: Mean Girls. Uh, you're thinking of the, the, the chocolate in her teeth. This is kind of a, a little bit more of a subtle meltdown, really, yeah. isn't it? Because, I mean, like, she's... She's not The the chocolate in her teeth thing Is she's eating one of those Those bars Isn't it Isn't it one of those bars That like They yeah. feed starving children In Africa it's Supposed
0: to help her Lose weight supposedly Because <laughs> she's, she's Gaining weight Yeah and... she doesn't like that Katie has become More popular And so she's trying To stay with the times And then yeah. she just Yeah you're right She slowly starts cracking But mm. Not everybody just goes from zero to sixty. Some of us slowly start to crack. Oh,
1: believe me, I'm 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 right there with the people who slowly crack. I'm just. I think
0: all three of us are that way, and then it's move out of the crack. way. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I am. I think Mean Girls holds the title for being the most mentioned movie on our podcast. <laughs> Even when you were gone, Katie, in the All Guys episode, Y'all mentioned we mentioned
0: mean Girls? it. Yes. Gosh. Well, there's another one that I'm gonna mention uh, down the road that's you know mentioned a lot too.
2: All right, uh, Ron Burgundy from Anchorman. (laughs) I'm in a glass case of emotion. Yeah. Yeah, Why does he melt down? I, I can't remember. Didn't he get fired? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, but I saw that in theaters with my parents, and that was a little awkward.
1: Oh, gosh. Okay, number I six. I stabbed a guy with a trike. <laughs> that escalated quickly. <laughs> it's
2: so quotable.
0: <laughs> yes. Number six is uh, office space, and there's several examples. Just in general, office space. <laughs> office space office in office general. Space. I mean, the that's my red swing line stapler. And then when they go all Office space on the copier In the like, field, yeah Yes, I mean, and they've got the great soundtrack in the background Just beating the crap out of the copier
1: And I love I love to quote the next movie But I mostly quote the songs Robbie Hart <laughs> from Wedding Singer I don't remember uh, the, the particular scene Where he has a, a, a major meltdown But it would love not surprise when me when
0: he's got the gig And it's, he should not be doing a wedding And he's <laughs> just singing about how much love stinks <laughs> At the wedding.
1: He loses it. Uh, all, I, all I see, all I remember about, the, uh, about the, the gig there is like he he leaves. And so the guy the guy does, uh, the guy that, the only song that he knows is Do You Really Want to Hurt Me by, yeah. by uh, Culture Club.
0: I mean, the thing is, Adam Saylor actually has several movies where he loses it. Like in Billy Madison, when he shakes the kid and he's like, never grow up or whatever. He's like, just stay little forever.
2: And the guy behind the curtain says, he's losing his mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Neil Page. Oh, yes. From Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. That would be Steve Martin. Uh, and that entire movie is a train wreck. <laughs> but but I'm thinking about the whole rental car fiasco yes. and he goes to the woman at the ticket counter she has the thick midwestern accent and he drops f bombs left oh, and yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, there,
1: there is a there is a not necessarily well-known rule that there that a PG-13 movie is allowed one f bomb and um <laughs> And uh, you can you can talk about movies, which movies have used the F-bomb properly and, and to good effect and which ones have not. This this is not a one F-bomb movie. This no. is a he drops a dozen, if not more. And I, I'm pretty sure that if I, I
2: can't think of another reason why that movie is rated R other than... His spree of F-bombs. It's so surprising. It comes out of nowhere because it's a pretty clean movie up until that point. And then he just goes off. Yeah. It goes
0: from wholesome, clean movie to My Cousin Vinny. Real quick. Woo. <laughs> okay, uh, John Kimball from Kindergarten Cop. Have y'all seen this movie? This used to be one of my favorites.
1: I mean, I, I, I've only seen it one time. And, you know, I can quote the the It's Not a Tumor. It's Not
2: a Tumor. It's
1: Not a Tumor.
2: All I can quote is. Boys have penises and girls have vaginas. <laughs> but
0: obviously, he is hes uh, he is not a teacher, but he comes in and is teaching these little kids. And uh, of course, he has them like a drill sergeant after that. That is awesome. But cute movie. He definitely loses it when he can handle all these criminals and all these police officers, but he cannot handle a bunch of children.
1: <laughs> Clark Griswold. Yes. Um, yes. Christmas it's Vacation. Ultimate meltdown. Absolutely beautiful. He, you know... He chainsaws off a newel post. He goes and kidnaps his boss. He does. He just all sorts, Everything.
0: Of, all
2: sorts of meltdown. Perfect. Uh, yeah. One of the best Christmas movies. <laughs> Tiffany Maxwell from Silver Linings Playbook. Mm. And Tiffany was played by... j Hunger Games. Yes, <laughs> I couldn't think of her name. <laughs> the Hunger Games. The Hunger Games. The, the entire. Whole, the the entire movie. Games. Does she have mental issues? It's been a while since I've seen that movie. Is yeah. that why she's having meltdowns? Yeah. Um. She and she and Bradley Cooper both are, uh,
1: are, are uh, fighting through some 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 mental issues. Oh, I've never
0: movie. seen it. So. It's it's, good. it's yeah.
1: a good movie. I enjoyed it. Um. I. I, I, I hear
0: they make fun of the cowboys in it. That's what somebody told me.
2: Oh, that's right because he's an Eagles fan. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. That makes sense.
0: Uh, okay, uh, Walter from The Big Lebowski.
2: Mm, okay,
1: I've only seen The Big Lebowski once, and I don't remember
2: it.
0: It's I I've seen it once, and I can't remember that part either. But it was a picture of him like looks like he's about to beat up a red car. So I, I'm not sure, but it makes sense.
2: <laughs> we do not have authority to speak on this movie. Nope. <laughs> And
1: then, you know, I think, I think we can pretty much turn in our movie geek card, not
2: being able to talk about the big Lebowski is yeah, it's kind of like really bad, movie geeks bad. out there are Have going you like it? you guys. I've seen so it. So we've all seen it, but I saw it once and it was in college. Yeah, I've seen it ago.
0: once, and um, I helped with the Orphean when they did a showing of it, and we did the whole like White Russians, and so I know yeah. the whole like bathrobe, but bathrobe, I don't. And I mean, my iron
1: lung. If Daniel all of the ever references. listens to this,
0: he's gonna yell at me because he loves yeah. it. But
1: I, I know all it. of the references, but I just I can't I can't remember a single bit of the movie.
0: Okay, well let's redeem ourselves with this next one, <laughs> Thomas Callahan, Tommy Boy, Tommy Boy. I mean, <laughs>
2: rest in peace, Chris Farley.
0: I mean, it just, yeah. Oh,
1: I killed it.
0: With the, when he's trying to pitch to that guy and then the plane crashed and he's like, got the fire." I mean, oh my gosh.
2: Woo. Such a good comedian. Man.
0: Yeah. And actually when we were in, Court and I were in, a, in our class and it was talking about, you know, financial planning and stuff like that. He actually referenced tommy boy in regards to thinking about succession planning with your business and protecting that child that should not have access to the <laughs> funds and all of that okay
2: bruce nolan from bruce almighty mm-hmm. that's a that's a funny movie that is a funny one i do
1: remember the meltdown the the Kind of does does is Bruce the
2: one that has the the meltdown? I thought it was Evan that had the the meltdown. I think they both have meltdowns. So Do Bruce they? basically becomes God and gets yeah, all, yeah. all the powers, and then I think yeah. he becomes overwhelmed by it. Yeah, I think about him typing the emails to all the prayer requests, and then I think it spirals out of control. Mm-hmm.
0: It was too much pressure.
2: Okay, and then I guess I'll take the last take the one. last one. Okay,
1: Brennan and Dale uh, in Step Brothers
0: movie yeah god i mean definitely i think we're talking about when they just start attacking each other and it ends up in the yard and she has to get the hose out and spray them because they <laughs> won't stop and she calls her husband it's like they're fighting what do i do good times so now that we've talked about that let's talk about how few. You- Don't turn into this.
1: Yeah, okay. So in case people are sitting here going, what does this list have to do with anything? We explained it a little bit on the front, but let me just on the back end sort of sum everything up. Basically, the idea of this entire episode of the podcast is you need to use your time wisely. You need to make sure that all your tools are used properly and that they are ready to be used the way they are intended. And that includes sharpening your saw. And if you don't do those things, you will have a breakdown because you will overextend yourself and you will end up working way more and way harder than is actually required.
2: Yeah.
1: It is uh, one of David Pickler's favorite sayings is work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. Now, that's not to say that <laughs> that he doesn't work like 17, 18 hours a day anyway. But God, I mean, I guess if he weren't working smarter, then he would, he would run out of hours in the day.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I mean, th- this one's really kind of preaching to the choir. We we all are guilty of this, and that's what I feel kind of bad myself even presenting this episode and actually told one of my coworkers, I said, if you listen to this episode, do not go and like blast me on social media and say, she doesn't follow this. Oh, yeah, you're a hypocrite. Oh, I I mean, I'm, I'm a big hypocrite yeah, with yeah, this yeah. episode because I, I need to listen to this and do mm-hmm. it. And so maybe me pitching it out to the world... Maybe I'll start. Maybe. This is just an
2: inner monologue of Katie. She's talking to herself.
0: So, I mean, because we all get in these phones, We try and push through the mental grind. We... I mean, guilty of pounding the caffeine just to kind of work for 15 more minutes longer. Just, you know, everyone's guilty of just keep working out just a little bit longer, just a little bit longer. But then what is that actually doing to you? And yeah, we haven't
1: actually mentioned Collierville Nutrition Spot. Yeah, we haven't mentioned them in a, in, in a long, I'm long bring, time. I'm bringing but
0: them on. You are
1: addicted to their drinks. And it's I think it has very little to do with anything other than the caffeine that, it can, that they contain.
0: Don't talk about it. <laughs> So, sharpening the saw means preserving and enhancing the greatest asset you have. You. Do you hear that, everybody? The greatest asset you actually have is you. It means having a balanced program for self-renewal in the four areas of your life. Physical, social, or environmental. Uh, or not environmental. Social or emotional. See, I can't even read this.
1: Okay. Physical, social, or emotional.
0: <laughs> I can't do mental, emotional.
1: Mental. And spiritual, spiritual, yes. Oh,
0: so the origin of this story, because I was curious. I'd always heard "Sharpen your saw," but I didn't know the actual story. And so it's story time now, Kim.
1: Ah, story story time.
0: time. (sighs) (laughs) Okay, I have an idea. Let's do this like middle school. Everybody tell each other's parts. So I'll be the narrator. Okay. And then Court, you're the lumberjack.
2: I'm the man. (laughs) You're the man. Just the man. Man.
0: Okay. So to illustrate this habit, this tells the story of a man who was walking through a forest when he came across a frustrated lumberjack. The lumberjack was trying to cut down a tree with a saw and was swearing and cursing as he labored in vain.
2: What's
1: the problem?
0: The man asked.
1: My saw's blunt and won't cut the tree properly.
0: The lumberjack responded.
2: Uh, why don't you just sharpen it?
1: Because then I would have to stop sawing,
0: said the lumberjack.
2: But if you sharpened your saw you could cut more efficiently and effectively than ever before. But I don't have time to
0: stop! The lumberjack retorted, getting more frustrated. The man shook his head and kept on walking, leaving the lumberjack to his pointless frustration.
2: Okay, we need Emmys for this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Woo, and a round of applause.
1: It actually reminds me of another story. Um, uh, uh, There's an episode of Little House on the Prairie where Mr. Ingalls... is going into a chopping, a chopping contest with his axe, and he spends the night before the chopping contest sharpening his axe. And then they go to the chop, chopping contest, and there's this man that's basically won the contest every year, but he's getting older and he's not quite the chopper he used to be. And Charles Ingalls, he uh, he pulls an axe out of his out of the back of his wagon, and Laura sees him pull the axe out, and she says, Dad, what are you and he says, shh, shh shh. shh. And they go on, and Charles goes on to enter the contest and lose the chopping contest to the man who uh, is the perennial favorite to win. And afterwards, Laura says, you know, but Dad, you didn't use the axe that you sharpened all night. You used the dull axe. And he's like, yeah, you know, I wanted to make a show of of really trying to, to beat this guy. Uh, but I didn't want to beat him to to let him you know save his his dignity basically. Uh, so you know it's 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 kind of a, along the same lines except Charles Charles intentionally loses uses a a, a a a dull tool, and a lot of people are just going around using dull tools uh, without even really thinking about what the consequences are. I think we can all learn from Charles Engels. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I've seen every single episode of *Little so House on the listen, listen, so have I. I grew up with it. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, that was some great story times. So, going back to what we were talking about with really sharpening the saw and the four different categories. So, it's being the best you possible. So, physical. We all know that we need to exercise and be careful about nutrition. Whoops. Yeah. The stress of life gets to everyone. Exercising and eating right are so important. Whoops. I mean, we're kind of like house plants. You think about it like we we need sunlight, we need I'm
2: withering away t- in the window. We
0: need water. You know, if you don't pay attention to us, then we just, you know, get moldy and bleh. So.
1: <laughs> wow. I am t- moldy and blah. <laughs> You've really taking this analogy uh, it's a step in the in the in the <laughs> a step too far.
0: Mental. <laughs> okay. There are so many ways to stay sharp mentally. Uh, Meditate, journal, feel that it helps. Anything to help clear the cobwebs in your head. Prioritize mental well-being. Um, I'm going to throw this in there. Is mental is something that a lot of times when people tell us that they're retiring or they're financially ready to retire, it may be that they retire from their career, but we're always telling them you've got to keep your mental. You can't just retire and veg out on a couch you've got to keep challenging yourself and that's why I think like the Sudoku puzzles became such a big deal because a lot of people that was mentally challenging for them to do and just keep you know testing yourself
2: have y'all played Wordle? No. oh yeah Yep. No. Oh, this made me think of Wordle I, yeah, I, every I play, play Wordle I'm on Wordle a 30 day streak baby
0: I don't even I know I lost my what streak when New
1: York Times took it over uh, and I really? never got my streak back oh, I, mean, I heard a lot of other people lost their streak and got their streak back I never got my streak back so boo Never played it. Never got my streak back.
0: Okay, spiritual, very personal area. It can mean different things for different individuals. Most it's you know feeding your soul. Um, whether it's you know, it's just it's what's important to you. Where it's charitable, it's church, anything like that. It's what's important. Relationships. Building a relationship takes time and hard work. There are plenty of ways to do these. Spend time with other people. Listen to them. See how you can help. This is where a part of this is I'm gonna throw this word out is accountability. And it is finding your partner and and we talk about it a lot on this on this episode on every episode about finding those right partners to help you whatever your task is if it's tax legal financial it's or or a friend like you've got to have your cheerleaders and your people in your corner and know the difference between who's Being a vampire and sucking the life out of you, and who's actually supporting you and ramping you up. Got a quote from Abraham Lincoln. Oh,
1: hot dog.
0: (laughs) Give me six hours to chop down a tree, and I will spend the first four sharpening the axe.
2: Ah, yes. So
0: that just continues. What a great
2: quote for this episode.
0: Yeah. It's like I did it on purpose. (laughs) When I first heard sharpening your saw, I thought it was continuing education, and it was much more on what you can do in your career to then hopefully, you know, Take this next course, and it'll give you a it'll help you get a promotion, or it help you open new doors in your career. I never looked at it in the other side of it, which is more the self care, and how if you ultimately are not taking care of yourself, then that all flows into everything else. If you're not taking care of you, then you can't do your job appropriately, which then could keep you from getting a promotion. So it all and same thing with your relationships, your family. If you're grumpy and stressed at work, then you're going to bring it home and then your wife may get pissed off and dum-dum-dum therapy. Who knows? (laughs) You never know where it's going to go. I'll admit this term self-care, I kind of roll my eyes,
1: yeah. I, I've rolled my eyes. My eyes have practically rolled out of my head thus far on this episode. It's, it's, they're just rolling all. Oh, they're rolling
0: It's trendy. It's gotten of bit annoying. It seems just like, oh, self-care. Everybody's talking about it, but it's it's important. Uh, you need to have some you time. And I mean truly you time, not your you time is reading a story to your kid. Yes, that's beneficial. That feeds your soul maybe. But you gotta have you. You've gotta take care of you.
2: Mm. <laughs> yeah, I've never thought about that side of sharpening the saw because I always think about building your skill set. Yeah, strengthening I'm just. That. I've never I'm thought of self self care. Self care. <laughs> self care. <laughs>
0: but it's. I mean, again, going back to this class we went to. Um, you know, because. I, we're working towards taking a big test. You're and working
2: towards passing you're Working CSP. towards passing,
0: yes. yes. You're going to do it. We're trying to be quiet about it because we don't know. It's, you don't get the results immediately. And uh, part of something that I took away from it was very much that, I mean, I took a lot away from it, but he's made a comment that said if you need to sleep, if you feel like you need to sleep but you also need to study, sleep. And that was really impactful because I'm thinking – what? No, you need to study. That's important. But you think about it, if you are so tired and you are, you know, you're you you're know, a candle about to burn out and then you keep feel, putting more into it, it's not going to keep bright. It's not going to keep being lit. It is going to burn out and then it's going to get to the point where you're sick and you're going to be no good. Versus if you had taken that time to sleep and then wake up and study some. So it's all about looking at it and And I think that's where the relationship component of it is, because we're all tunnel vision on our own lives, and we see, we got deadlines at work, we've got commitments with family, we've got other things, and that ourselves, we're always the bottom of the barrel. Oh, you know, I want to go and get my nails done. Well, that's low man on the totem pole. I've got to make sure I take care of all these other people. And I know Cam and I are really bad about this, and um, Court's called me out on it a couple of times, but... When people come to us and say, hey, can you help me with this? Can you help me with that? And we're scared to say no or it's really not a, a great time for me because then we feel guilty if we say it. So, I
2: mean, uh. yeah, I'm bad about
1: that. I mean, listen, one of the things that, that, that I will throw in at this point is because we are a financial podcast, I do like to always bring it back around to, to how this is going to affect people financially. And one of the things that you have to consider is how it affects your, your, your job, how it affects your productivity, you, how you are not going to be as good an employee if you burn yourself at both ends until there is nothing left. That is why employers, in, smart employers anyway, insist that their employees take time off because you need time to restore. You need time to rejuvenate. You need time to actually relax and unplug so that you can be as productive as possible. Mm-hmm. So while I am a big fan of sharpening the saw in terms of going out and getting that next license or getting that additional education or whatever, there is also a lot to be said for making sure that you are actually taking care of yourself Physically and mentally. Now, I don't like the phrase self-care. I mm-hmm. think that's a, <laughs> you know, overused and whatever. But taking care of yourself physically and mentally is what it comes down to. All of those other elements that we talked about, you know, your relationships, your spirituality, all of that stuff, whatever it is that you need to make sure that you are mentally sound and physically okay. Uh, you need to do because it will affect you financially if you are unable to do your job. It will affect you. It will affect your boss. It will affect the company. Ultimately, it affects your team. and affects everybody around you. I know because I do it all the time because I'm a tired man. I'm a tired, tired man.
0: Well, and you took it the financial way of that with your job, but I'll throw it my way of then when you're so burned out and you're tired and you're overwhelmed, then that's where the behavioral spending comes in and you treat yourself and you're like oh, I've just been so stressed out there's so much going on I'm gonna buy something for myself and to try and make you feel better when that's not really the thing what you really need is some you time to just like decompress and download you don't need those nude Sarah Jessica Parker shoes although they're really pretty and I want them but you know
1: you, you <laughs> treat yourself you got them Katie. I got you, you got them you, did you really <laughs> how many heels do you have we were traveling, we were traveling, and we went somewhere, and we were in a place where we knew we were going to be doing a lot of walking. Now, before we got there, like the whole getting there part, we were taking a plane, and Katie was in flats. We got to we got to the hotel, and we're about to go out into this city that we have never been to before, and we know we're going to be walking around.
2: What does she do? She puts the heels she on. She puts on the heels!
1: <laughs> she is insane!
0: That is the
2: most Katie Pickler thing I've <laughs>
0: ever heard. So you decide what to do about sharpening your saw and what works for you. You have to protect your sharpening the saw time. So so instead of saying self-care, you go, this is my sharpening my saw time. Please leave me alone. Uh, but yeah, it's. I know we're kind of picking fun at this, but it's really serious and it does roll into so much of financial impacts. You um,
1: skipped over the line that I was really going to just make fun of.
0: What line was that?
1: You have your own unique blade. Yes,
0: and I'd like to like, I picture, I read that you have your own unique blade and I'm picturing like building your own lightsaber. Like you have this, think about Game of Thrones, everyone had their unique sword yeah. I mean my blade's going to look awesome. It's going to be like crystals, diamonds, glitter, all of it.
1: Well, see, the thing is, and this goes back to the question, it may have sounded like a stupid question, probably was a stupid question to a lot of people, but early on when I asked how do you actually sharpen a saw? Whenever I think about a saw, I think of those huge long two-man saws. Yeah. With the blade where like the teeth are really like intricately shaped. And Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not just like a spike that sticks out. It's got, it's got like loopties and stuff. (laughs) I'm serious. Those saws have got to be hard to sharpen.
0: Yeah, this isn't easy. This is not saying, hey, everybody just go. We're not going to announce it's your work. Like it is sharpening your saw time. Go
2: buy some heels.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's It looks different for everybody. And it's, it's what works right now. May not work in six months. May not work in six years.
1: Okay, so you personally, everybody has their own saw. Everybody has their own saw, and it has a unique blade. You need to figure out how your blade is best going to be sharpened. Um, but seriously, what can you do? What can you? What? How can you free up some time to 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 take care of yourself? Or even if even if you are looking at possibly the uh, The alternative way of sharpening your saw, uh, taking additional classes, doing additional coursework, finding time to take that class, finding time to study for that course. Mm-hmm. I know personally, right now, my huge, huge struggle is finding the time to study that I need. Yeah. I have tried staying up late. I have tried waking up early. I have. There is no like taking out a block of time in the middle of the day while we're at work. So I'm still trying to figure out how to fit that into my schedule. But whether it's taking time out of your day because you need to study or taking time out of your day because you need to uh, take care of yourself physically and mentally, you've got to you've got to figure out some things that maybe you can let go of so that you can make time for yourself.
0: You've got to be selfish, which is really hard for a lot of people. I know that's that's my biggest problem is because I feel like if I'm doing something that's just going to benefit me or I feel like it's just going to benefit me, then I don't want to do it and I feel bad. But everybody is, for lack of better words, they're sharpening their saw at different times. So there's always going to be people that are wanting to throw more on you and expect more of you. And it's so hard to just be like, hey, I I can't right now. This is my time where I'm walking outside and just like catching, you know, some air and just catching some air.
1: (laughs) Catching some air. (laughs) Are you Tony Hawk? Catching some air.
0: Maybe that is my saw sharpening time, okay? I jump outside and catch some air.
2: Catching some air in my Carrie (laughs) Bradshaw's.
1: Amazing. Seven
0: Habits of Highly Effective People.
1: I have never read this book. Have you read this book? I
0: haven't, but I feel like I need to. Cameron,
1: have you read this book? Nope.
0: It was published over 30 years ago. And it's, I mean, it seems like a great one. So these are just the habits that he had in there. Habit one, be proactive. You're in the driver's seat. So that promotion, that financial stability, it's all in your control. You are the greatest asset. You are the one in charge.
1: Okay. Habit two, begin with the end in mind. So have some long-term vision.
0: I think that's a big struggle. We've talked about that with relationships is so many many people are tunnel vision, thinking about just every day. But you've got to, yes, look at the now, but you've got to think about the future. And that's very much financial.
2: Habit three, put first things first. Pay yourself first.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, sounds. What do you think crazy. it means
2: about put first things first?
1: I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm going to have to read this book.
0: We got to read. Habit four, think win win. So this is, um, you know, you got to think about that win win relationship. If you don't ask for that promotion and don't sell yourself on why it's in, you know, their advantage for them to, what you could do for them. Everybody again is out for themselves. I hate to put it that way, but it's true. You've got to pitch to people a win-win situation, whether truly, it's work or family.
1: Yeah, truly selfless people are few and far between. I, I mean, I'm I'm jaded, but I, I just I feel like truly selfless people that they exist, but they are they are not they are not the common. Yeah. Um, Okay. I actually love this next one. Seek first to understand, then to be understood. So, so often uh, I find myself formulating a response before I have actually heard what the other person is saying to me. I'm already looking to to have a a rebuttal or to respond to what it is they're saying without really trying to actually take in what they're saying and respond to what they're saying. Mm -hmm.
0: And that's because we're all such a fast-paced life and we're already like, oh, they said this buzzword. No, that's not what they meant.
1: I know a lot of people. We actually work with a lot of people that do not hear. Uh, and and I don't just mean like in our office. I mean, just generally, in my professional life, I have spent a lot of time working and interacting with people who don't hear what I'm saying. They hear what they expect me to say. hmm and they respond to what they expected me to say and do not necessarily hear what I actually said. And I find that annoying. So <laughs> I, try to, yes. I try to not do that to other people.
0: That's the whole thing of you were given two ears and one mouth. So you were given two opportunities to listen and only one opportunity to speak.
2: I'm a fan of this next habit not necessarily the word synergize that's such a buzzword
0: sounds like jazzercise we're gonna synergize with our sharpening our saw that's like early 2000s
2: though (laughs) i think it's kind of i I think it's coming back is it really really, all the time oh wow teamwork can make a big difference to your bottom line i'm all about teamwork i love teams
0: yeah absolutely teamwork is the dream work (laughs) okay uh and then habit seven sharpen the saw (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's we, we feel like we've said that a ton but i mean that's what it is and it's this can be applied to so much financially, mentally. I mean, the whole thing we said, physically, all of it. So before I start wrapping it up, because that's you know that's which direction I'm going. You ready to bullseye?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm I've got my bullseye on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, I'll even go first. Okay. <gasps> wow. Yeah, imagine that. Courts <laughs> going first. Okay, listen, um, my bullseye is really, really simple. Get past the buzzwords that we're using. Get past the stuff that makes you roll your eyes. Or, you know, if you if you didn't roll your eyes, great. Good for you. I rolled my eyes a lot. But get past that. Get to what the core of what we're talking about is. And what the core of what we're talking about is, you have to take care of yourself to be effective, to be productive, and to be a benefit to you your family and to your workplace if you don't take care of yourself then you will be a drain on you your family and your workplace that's my bullseye wow.
0: oh, that
2: was good wow wowza
0: i mean ditto no, but seriously like you said everything that i was thinking the only thing i can really add on to that is when you are in those moments where you're thinking you're so stressed out, you're so overwhelmed, no, I don't have time to go do X, Y, Z. And if it, if that X, Y, Z is something that you know is something that would calm you down or make you feel better, you do have time for that. You do have time to take a nap or to, you know, pop over and get a coffee with a friend You know, obviously don't do it all the time, but you need to make sure that you have that great balancing act. Part of what we talk about with financial planning is not having all your eggs in one basket and making sure you're well balanced. Well, you need to be well balanced in your life and it's that work hard, play hard philosophy. And so whatever you wanna call it, whatever catchphrase, tag word, whatever, just make sure you're evaluating this and changing it up as your life changes. Bullseye.
2: Very good. You guys are impressing me. (laughs) I have one tiny little... We
0: have sharpened our saw.
2: (laughs) Tiny little bullseye. Sharpening your saw does not necessarily mean spending money or spending a lot of money. Yeah, taking the CFP exam, you have to buy the the resources, maybe fly to Philadelphia, that's expensive, but uh, an instance of it being free, for me in the world of design, YouTube videos have been really helpful and they're free. I don't know how to do a certain skill in designing, I YouTube it. I didn't know how to produce a podcast. I YouTubed it.
0: You're so resourceful.
2: I'm so resourceful. Bullseye. Hey, guess what? I just heard the closing
1: bell. Ring-a-ding-ding. Ring-a-ding-ding. Ladies and gentlemen, you've made it to the end of yet another episode of the Bullcast Podcast. If you liked what you heard and you'd like to hear more, please feel free to go to your favorite subscription service and sign up to have our podcast delivered to you weekly on Thursday at noon, every single week, right to your device. Listen to all of the episodes. It'll be great. If you'd like to talk to talk to us, uh, you can uh, reach out to us by going to our website. That's bullcastpodcast.com. Uh, you can send us a message, suggest a topic, uh, respond to any of our lists, respond to our, our episode in any way that you see fit. And you can also find out a little bit more about me, Katie, and Cameron on that website. We also have Instagram. The Instagram handle is at Bullcast Podcast, and our Twitter handle is at Bullcast Podcast as well. Pictures, tweets, they're all memes, there. Memes, all of the memes. It's all <laughs> of the, they're all there. Our social all the media time. is
2: just memes. That's all it is. <laughs>
1: Well, at least it's not basically just gifts. Gifts.
2: Gifts? Like, yeah, Like gifts. presents? Yes. <laughs> Finally, ladies and
1: gentlemen, we have mentioned many times that we work at a place called Pickler Wealth Advisors. If you'd like to find out more about that, if you'd like to find out more about what we do at Pickler Wealth Advisors, find out more about our amazing team and our boss, David Pickler. Peace.
2: Please
1: please please go to the website. <laughs> please go to that website that is picklerwealthadvisors.com. That's advisors with an o, not an e. Ladies and gentlemen, I have given you it all. I have given you all of my all of all of my advice and all of my knowledge. I have nothing left to give. So for now, I'm court.
0: I'm Katie.
1: I'm Cam, and we're done.